0: All right bye. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Monster Hunters, the only show I guarantee that looks into the face of streaming networks and throws up the middle finger and then watches a 50 year old sitcom about a Frankenstein monster and his grotesque family. I love saying that line. Uh, (laughs) My name is Derek and I am a monster hunter. With me, as always, is Keith.
1: Hello, hello, I'm Keith, and I am also a monster hunter.
0: And the other person in the room is the Dr. Dre of Kansas. His name is Terry.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Hello there. Yes, um, I am a uh, doctor, monster hunter.
0: Doctor, monster hunter.
1: PhD in monster hunting.
2: Yep, yep, yeah.
1: Also, not medical degrees.
2: Finally, my degrees paying off. Oh, thank Mm God. All
0: right. Today, we are listening to, or listening to, holy shit, we are oh, really <laughs>
1: listening, wow, we're listening right.
0: to Smooth Hits Contemporary Sweet. Jazz here on the Monster Hunter, WKMH.
2: I like it. Let's do yeah. that. That sounds fun.
0: No. Uh, so, season one, episode <laughs> five, Pike's Peak, peak spelled P-I-Q-U-E. I guess mm. the, we'll find out that the Pike's interests were peaked in this yes. uh, episode. But before we do, we have whoa, the the time honored tradition, the episodic uh, uh, staple. The episode staple, I I have it memorized Keith.
1: <laughs>
0: the Munster Hunters Almanac Fact of the Week.
1: All right, well, uh, just bringing you guys a quick couple quick little things here. Uh, we've recently been going through the the core cast. Um, this time, I kind of wanted to touch base on a few just quick things about Butch Patrick, who plays Eddie Munster. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick fact: uh, in the um, original, uh, the unaired 1964 pilot, uh, he was not Eddie Munster. Uh, David Durman played him.
0: Oh, I thought he had a different name.
1: No, uh, David Durman played him. him. Also, uh, Bill Mummy. M-U-M-Y. He was offered the role of Eddie Munster, and if you guys are familiar with him...
0: Uh, <laughs> I love you. Hold on. I have a collection of Bill Mummy trading cards I can look well,
1: at. Well, no, he was Will Robinson in Lost in Space.
2: Oh. oh how about yeah. that?
1: And uh, he is also um, he's also part of the band that does Fish Heads. The classic song, Fish Heads.
0: What's the name of the fish band? Fish Heads
1: oh i forget what the uh I forget the name was is. it's a fish heads fish heads roly poly fish heads fish heads fish heads eat them up yum what hmm yeah that, yeah the it classic was that's
0: a, a, was that the popular? classic song that it was a, it was knows. a it was
1: a big hit it was a big hit in the 80s okay. um and yeah bill so, mummy
0: was part of that yes hold on bill mummy keep going keith
1: all right yeah so uh like i said uh Originally, it was in the unaired pilot. Nate Happy Derman uh, was playing the wolf boy. Um, and then Butch Patrick, he was uh, picked over 500 different boys in March of 1964. He He'd appear in all the episodes that broadcast over on CBS. Uh, by the time I ended his run, he was 13. And uh, he was in a uh, some some other little trivia about him is that he eventually he went on to form a band called Eddie and the Monsters in 1983 and got a mild hit off the novelty song, Whatever Happened to Eddie.
3: Oh, that's kind of um,
1: cool. MTV, I guess, even played uh, the video for a little while. And uh, one, of the, uh, this really isn't tied into the Monsters all, but his stepfather was former pro baseball player Ken Hunt. What team did Ken Hunt play for? Uh, he played for the Yankees and the uh, Washington Sen- Senators.
0: Wow. That's cool. There you go. Yeah. Bill Mummy. He was mm-hmm. part of the band. Ready for this name? Mm-hmm. Barnes and Barnes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There we go. Is it
2: like two different spellings of Barnes?
0: Nope. Same spelling. B-A-R-N-E-S. Oh. It's a very noble name. Oh, uh, yes. Fishheads was released in... A year. I don't think it matters. No,
1: yeah, cares. no. But that was his big thing. Uh, he also says that his acting mentors were Yvonne De Carlo, played Lily, and hmm. Charles Nelson Riley.
0: I love Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> yeah, he was one of my favorites from the Match Game.
1: Mm-hmm. So those are uh, th- just uh, just a couple quick facts. I'm sure as we continue on with our hunt, I will have some more uh, details about uh, Mr. Patrick and also uh, Eddie. But uh, that's, uh, that's good for today's Monster Hunter Almanac Factoids of the Week.
0: Factoid. Boy, we added a mm. new syllable Facts.
1: On there. Facts of the Week. Factoids Sorry. of the Week. Yeah.
0: The Monster Hunter's Almanac Factoid of the mm-hmm. Week. Yeah. Uh, and it focuses on Eddie, who is um, prominent in this episode to some extent. Mm. He
2: does stuff. More so than usual. Yeah.
1: And by the way, when... Uh, in, in not getting uh, or not uh, taking the role of Eddie um, in 1964, a uh, Lost in space aired in 1965 where uh, Bill Mummy played Will Robinson. so he he ended up getting in a more iconic role for himself I guess yeah I don't know any, I don't know any other role that he's in but that's beside the point
0: yeah but it's built at, well when when we do a spinoff uh, the bill uh, mummy podcast.
1: <laughs> M- mummy hunters mummy hunters yeah <laughs> that's not
0: bad <laughs> the fact that a guy whose last name mummy didn't get cast in the monsters
1: oh well, that's because they uh, they were trying to cast him as a wolf boy and uh and not a mummy well
0: i mean for also, as much as eddie brings the table he could have been anything
1: well here's the other so here's my other quick question Then, so if he is uh Herman and Lily's son, Herman is a Frankenstein, Lily is a vampire. How did they get a wolf boy as a son? Uh,
0: I don't know. You're mm. Well, you're you're asking, you know, how's the sausage yeah. getting made and there's lots of stuff that keeps happening in these episodes
1: mm-hmm.
2: that
0: make no sense.
2: The, the Herman's sweet, hair does get uh, long at points. Maybe he's got a little bit of werewolf. I don't know. Yeah,
1: we, I, well, those hands, those hands. Yeah. Those very wolfish hands, yeah. yeah.
2: Or maybe so it's I like he skips a generation. That could be. All right. Uh,
0: no? well, we've got the boat out into international waters. Time to <laughs> time to put on the gear oh, and
2: we
1: got fall a boat. Back in. What we got a boat,
2: yeah? The Monster Hunter boat. That's oh, what yeah, had. you haven't been on it yet. <laughs> Me and Derek have been cruising all around yeah, on we this thing, Jeez, all just, over the Gulf.
1: I'm sorry, I was still sleeping in the back of our uh, the Winnebago <laughs> that we normally ride around in. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, keep.
0: the Winnebago is one of those uh amphibious vehicles that transforms into a boat.
1: Ooh, we got we have a duck Winnebago,
0: a duckabago. Yes, yeah, a duckabago.
1: I like I like duckabago, but Winnebago the duckabago.
0: We're the duckabago. We're geared up. We're diving in for uh, the Munster hunter deep dive. We got our skooma on.
2: Um. Yeah. So. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, we're talking about Pikes Peak. Uh. Is written by you might have guessed Norm Leibman and Ed Haas You may have heard of these people. We've mentioned them a few times now. Uh I think
0: every episode.
2: Yes. <laughs> Big contributors to the monsters, blah blah blah. Credited for you know I need every episode as being developed by uh them both. Uh today I was looking through Norm Leiban's working credits, and um I saw he was credited with something called Skatebirds. Have you guys heard of Skatebirds?
0: No, but I'm I'm very my interest Sorry. is peaked.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay uh so he credited himself under a different name uh he went under the name norman cameron hmm. so i thought that was interesting uh two first so, name route yeah so um basically it's a live action show from 1977 to 1978 uh these people are all dressed up in like bird mascot costumes <laughs> um the, the the like the comparison i kept seeing was the banana splits that like think that but with like big old birds instead mm mm-hmm um on skates and they, they just skated around everywhere uh it looked like it was some sort of like segment show you know like it was only a few minutes long and mm-hmm. it was like packaged with like other cartoons and stuff but uh the description on imdb was uh the skatebirds mostly revolved around the nasty scat cat perpetually chasing the roller <laughs> skating trio and trying to get the best of them
0: mc scat cat
2: before he got the mc title i think oh, yeah okay. mm-hmm. But
1: yeah, before before Paul Abdul discovered him. Yeah. He's, yeah. Just cat cat.
2: <laughs> he's going around chasing the skate birds. Uh but I, I found a clip on YouTube and it's pretty weird. Uh they had like these big old googly eyes. Don't say. Yeah. They're skating around, so their eyes are just like bouncing around everywhere. <laughs> um, now,
0: Terry, if you said I found a clip on YouTube and s- surprisingly normal, I bet that's that's <laughs> what it <laughs> got me.
2: Uh, yeah, it was actually surprisingly amazing. Um, but no, the one of the birds is a big pelican, and the others were, like, reaching into his gullet and, like, pulling out their mail and, like, trumpets and playing trumpet. It was weird. Um, it
0: sounds vaguely familiar now that you say those things.
2: they're like, it's mail time. And then, like, the uh, pelican, like, opens up his big old gullet that covers his entire body, and the birds start reaching in there and grabbing their mail. Wow, well, that doesn't it, sound familiar. <laughs> it, it was a little bizarre, but... Mm. yeah. I That kind of interesting, but uh, the episode was directed by Seymour Burns. Um, his directing credits go from 1954 to 1975, he's got 25 credits total. Um, he, done, he mostly just did TV and uh, television specials as well. Uh, but he directed 209 episodes of the Red Skeleton Hour. Um, oh, well,
0: it's which, which this comes up again, Red Skeleton Hour. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Few episodes ago, Derek explained to me that Red Skeleton was actually a comedian and not an actual skeleton. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I didn't
0: I Clear that up for you. <laughs>
2: yeah. You <know. laughs> but yeah, I didn't realize that Red Skeleton had so many episodes. He, he was a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was.
1: Uh, he also directed a movie, a TV movie called Clown Alley. I like the sound of that.
2: Well, <laughs> I they don't, don't. They
1: don't. They don't even give you a plot for it. But it has Red Skeleton in it.
0: Okay, real quick. We got a few minutes. Let's all think of a plot for Clown Alley. My mm. plot is a uh, hardened detective Frank Grizzle turns the corner, <laughs> finds an alley full of dead clowns. No. Oh, he's got 24 hours to solve the crime. But can he do it?
1: Mm. No, no. I was thinking that uh, he he's, that he finds a murdered person, but in, in the way that he goes about it, he ends up having to go to Clown Alley, which is the place where all the clowns just hang out and it's like mm-hmm. notorious clown bars and stuff like that. So he has, yeah. he
0: has to like go undercover and he goes to clown yes. college to learn mm-hmm. how to be a clown. And then he becomes a clown. Nice.
2: Mm-hmm. I was thinking like, you know, this kind of like weird abstract alleyway that was like, actually like the mouth of a giant clown that people <laughs> didn't realize. And as they walked in, they were consumed by laughter and fun.
0: Oh, and not a clown at all. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a no. giant space clown eating people. It was,
2: uh,
1: yeah, it was, I'll, I'll be honest, I think all three of those things we could easily combine into the actual movie Clown Alley.
2: Yeah, that could be the twist, possibly. The yeah. yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, guest yeah. stars. There's guest stars on this as well. What, yeah, um, there's Richard Deacon as Borden T. Pike, uh, hence the episode name Pike's Peak. Um, Pat Harrington as Sonny Harkness, I believe that was like uh borden d pike's assistant mm-hmm. um and then jane withers as mrs fanny pike fanny pike um yeah. yes <laughs> not fanny uh, pack fanny pike yep not to get confused uh richard deacon uh he has 180 active credit or er, <laughs> acting credits credit. he's not acting they all anymore. still ongoing <laughs> <laughs> um Uh, They're going from 1953 to 1984. Um, He was also on the Red Skeleton Hour for six episodes, um, but as a different character each time. One thing that stood out to me uh, was this movie that he was in called The Hoboken Chicken Emergency in 1984.
1: Mm. That seems Um, to be one of the last things that he did. He killed
2: him. (laughs) (laughs) It's a weird movie as well, um, surprisingly. Uh, Here's the, the IMDb summary is... Arthur is asked to pick up a bird for Thanksgiving dinner, and he brings home a 266-pound chicken named Henrietta. <laughs> the family welcomes her with open arms, and the neighbors are not so sure. Then Henrietta escapes, dot, dot, dot.
0: <laughs> oh, and that's when it that gets uh, real crazy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I watched a clip on YouTube of this, uh, and yeah, it is literally just <laughs> like a guy in a giant chicken outfit walking Oh, it's a guy in a chicken outfit? Oh, yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. He it eventually like a- takes on. He eventually takes on Godzilla, <laughs> the guy the chicken. Uh, Does he? I mean, no, that'd be great though. Oh, <laughs> like, I mean, it's a giant possible. chicken, and then I'll uh, you get another guy in another costume.
2: That's what I was kind of hoping yeah. happened. He's yeah. like a man-sized oh. chicken, like average, like adult height. He's oh, like walking God. around. People are locking uh, their doors in fear. They're switching their open sign to closed. <laughs> um, the streets are in terror, um, and yeah, Richard plays a city council member in that movie. Oh. So. Cut-
0: So people are afraid of what is ultimately an ostrich. Uh,
2: But think like much thicker, like just real. I I
0: get that. But it's not like, why would you like close your business over a man in a chicken suit?
2: (laughs) I think think one of the the lines in the the clip I watched said like something that's 266 pounds gets awfully hungry. (laughs) Yep. And Uh. I don't know if it's supposed to be a horror movie or not. I I, I think it's just supposed to be. I mean, like a fun, goofy thing. But the clip I saw, people were just in terror, and it
1: was, yeah. I mean, it was Hoboken.
2: Mm-hmm. It was Hoboken, yeah, yeah. and it uh, was not a, a chicken emergency.
1: I think the biggest thing he's probably known for overall, though, he is on 82 different episodes of the Dick Van Dyke Show.
2: Well, yeah, Dick yeah, as show. as yeah.
1: Mel Cooley.
2: Yeah, he's Mel.
0: Yeah, I thought I recognized him.
1: And he shows uh, up on on pretty. He, I mean, he is on like a ton of just all these ones that that and he was on Mr. Ed for a while. Mm, the famous mystery. Uh, Leave it to Beaver. He was on there for 23 episodes. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he's in a lot of stuff that everyone is. Uh, pe- Things people are very, very familiar with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Sorry. I usually just like to focus on the weird thing I find, but he actually did. was was a kind of, a, <laughs> I don't know, big deal, but, you know, he was around. He did some cool stuff besides the Hoboken chicken emergency. Being Mel
0: on the Dick Van Dyke show. It's probably about the equivalent of being, oh, let me think. Uh, oh, What's a TV show? <laughs> I, can't, I can't, The like, Office. But, the Office. The Office. That's about the equivalent of being Stanley, I think.
2: Okay. That's pretty good, then. Yeah, everybody loves Stanley. Yeah,
0: you, you know who he is, mm-hmm. and he's in episodes, and you're like, oh, okay. He doesn't, ever, like get, he doesn't ever get. He doesn't ever get
1: like. Or... He doesn't get to ever get even like the B or the C storyline. But he's gonna, he's going to give you like one line usually every episode. Yeah, he's
0: the boss. He's the boss, and yeah, Dick Van Dyke's boss.
1: Also, would you say, uh, "Oh, what's a TV show?" and the fact that neither Terry or I chimed in with the monsters <laughs> is a little bit of a problem, I think.
0: Well, I wouldn't have been <laughs> able <laughs> to find an analog in the, the monsters. Yeah. right? would no. Say, oh, he's about the equivalent of uh, uh, BT. <laughs> which is the character he
1: played uh uh, yeah borden how that's not a that's not a normal name either no it's the name of milk it's a weird it is yes do they ever say what the the t is for in this episode i don't think so
0: uh no it's just this middle initial
1: it's a mystery
2: i'm sure they'll follow-up in the future i'm sure
0: there'll be another episode
2: Mm -hmm. um but uh, real quick, yeah, Pat Harrington, he has 166 acting credits. He was acting from 1948 to 2016. Um, he was actually in another monster episode that's coming out eventually uh, that we will be seeing. Not coming out, coming oh. up. Uh, it's not <laughs> like it's a new release, <laughs> but uh, he'll be playing a different character in that. Um, oh,
0: last you monster show.
2: Yeah, uh, he did some voice acting uh, in some Scooby-Doo movies, uh, but uh it's the, it was that series where like it had the guest star uh, like sometimes it was the, uh, the best one. What they call them, Wheel Travelers or Batman? Yep. Um, it was that one. He was credited for like additional vo- voices for most of those. So he must have just played like a lot of the, the background characters. Um, he was also credited 38 times on Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels. Um, I've heard of this. Have you guys ever seen? I've watched. Uh,
1: uh, he uh, says additional voices. Uh, yeah um i watched i've watched one episode of that i did i did watch it um and it is i mean it's basically it's scooby-doo but with captain caveman and uh, a band called the teen angels
2: yeah seemed kind yeah. of
1: cool uh Derek, you probably recognize mostly as schneider from one day at a time
0: mm-hmm. i didn't recognize him as that who who is this guy
2: the sidekick I- the, the guy harrington he's like the guy sitting at the yeah. desk with uh or, oh um he was schneider no, i didn't yeah. recognize him yeah
1: 206 episodes of one day at a time
2: yeah it was on for a while
0: almost 10 years
1: And yeah last but not least hmm.
2: jane withers uh 72 credits going from 1932 to 2002 and she actually seemed like she was maybe a big name uh at least like in the 30s and 40s uh She was a star of a bunch of movies back then. Um, And she, I think she started out as a a child actor actually in the Mm -hmm. thirties. And she was uh, the voice uh, in the Disney movie for the hunchback of Notre Dame. At least at first it was the additional voices of Laverne, which is one of those gargoyles. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I guess later, like for the sequel, she just voiced Laverne herself. Um, And for like anything else, like the video games and stuff like that, she ended up doing Mm -hmm. the main voice for Laverne
1: uh she just died li- just last year oh, at well. age 95 dang wow she was born in atlanta georgia okay the the imdb credit when you go to talk to like you know the fact she was a child actress it says during the early times of the depression when life was more famine than feast child stars became the blue plate special of the day served up by hollywood to help nourish a nation besieged with troubles
2: wow uh, who wrote That's that beautiful
1: that's uh, that's the IMDb like bio intro.
2: Oh, okay, that is beautiful.
1: Yeah, touch, and touch uh, your
2: tail. Well, that's all I got. Um, for for fun facts.
0: Spit out your skooma mouthpiece yep. because yeah. we're done scumming.
2: <clears throat> we're, we're we're coming out. We're rising out of the depths. Make sure that you waited at the appropriate points. Yes, for the pressure to uh, acclimate mm-hmm. to the pressure. Don't and all want that. the bends. Oh, yep. don't want them bins from that skooma. That'd be terrible. Munster mm-hmm. bins, be the worst mm-hmm. kind of bins. That's the worst heart. kind. It is.
0: Uh, yeah, undoubtedly. All right. And then, so we're moving on. This is season one, episode five Pike's Peak. The breakdown. A new pipeline must be installed underneath the Munster's home. But Herman and Grandpa are having their doubts about it. Which is only half true, because <laughs> is not doubting it in one bit. Uh, this one gets a 7.5 on IMDb. Uh, mm, pretty good. That seems that feels high. Uh, it but we'll, we'll high. move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, will this be the episode that the babysitter breaks? I'm feeling we should bring down the stakes of the babysitter breaking. Uh, so maybe we'll... Maybe we should think, come up with some new ones. Yeah, Think of some something new for the we'll come up at the end with them. And okay. we'll be like, uh, yeah, was because <laughs> I'm going to spoil it. This is not the episode the babysitter breaks. So by the end of this episode, we can come up with some new ones mm. uh, because there's no way we're going to see full frontal bestiality or <laughs> a threesome. Right. It's just not happening. Right. That's so, a,
2: yeah. Yeah. I'm 99 percent sure it won't happen.
1: I mean, there, there's 70 episodes, Derek. I mean, we've got plenty of time.
0: Never say never, but this was 1964. Mm -hmm. Unless we get our hands on the lost
2: tape. Um (laughs) yeah.
0: If that's on the lost tape, then holy shit. That's (laughs) why
1: the original pilot was unaired. Um
0: it's it's uh the the Russians have compram on the monsters and they're holding on to that. (laughs) Uh yeah. Anyway. This one episodes up episodes. This episode opens up with Herman. (laughs) He's on a slab. He's strapped to the slab and he's sleeping, napping, something there. Grandpa comes down and he is smoking a cigar. So therefore, it must be after breakfast because he was told before not Mm -hmm. to smoke before breakfast. He calls for Igor and who flies in the friendly bat. And grandpa says, says, you know, hold this. And then he drops it and he calls him butterclaws. This is this part is just so. (sighs) Why does he need to hold the cigar? Why does this even have to exist? Open (laughs) up with grandpa.
1: He says, and he says, can you hold this for a second? He hands it to him. Igor holds it for a second and drops it. I don't know why he's mad at him then.
0: Oh yeah. Like a literal, he followed his (laughs) literal one second Mm -hmm. thing. Uh, I'm I'm mad because this part exists, right? We don't mm-hmm. need to see grandpa entering the room in any way whatsoever. Yeah.
2: Uh, but there like he is very uh, weird cold open. I thought,
0: yeah, cause some butter claws. And then grandpa uprights Herman and Herman wakes up. He's still strapped to the table and he asks him if you feel any better. And Herman sounds stuffy. He's like, my headache is gone, but my sinuses are killing me. And then, Says something about this draft down here isn't helping anything either. And then Grandpa yeah. says, Well, how could there be a draft? He's laughing. We're 25 feet underground. There's no drafts. <laughs> Classic, which is true. That is a good point. Yeah. Where would the draft come from? But I guess we need to establish that they're 25 feet underground because we cut to the gas company. And there we is. Here's where we meet uh, Schneider and uh, Mel. They're there. And Schneider mm-hmm. says uh, the property question is right here. It's the Munsters and there's must be some kind of holdup. And then the bald guy, BT Melly says uh, he's some, stumb- he's really stumbles through his line here too. So this surprised me when you re- re- told me that he was like an actor, <laughs> uh, he's, he's like, I don't, they must've had enough film for one take and that's it. And he's like, I could do this shit. And he gets up there ah. Uh, only got 60 feet to go for the two pipelines to connect juncture wise. That is. And then there is canned <laughs> laughter. What I don't get mean? it. Yeah. I don't understand what's funny. That's a joke. Uh, Anyway, he stumbles through that. Maybe they're laughing at his failure to say the line cleanly, which <laughs> made me laugh. Maybe,
1: uh, maybe it wasn't is... canned laughter. It was just the, uh, you know, the guys, you know, the film guys and the guys holding the uh, the mics and stuff like that. Yeah, The boom mic. They just started laughing at him messing up.
0: And I'm like, what an idiot. He can't say mm-hmm. 60 feet. Uh, <laughs> and then so he sells to a Harkness. So he's going to send somebody over there right away. And then he's like, well, I already said Johnson. We haven't heard back. And get him on the phone. And this part maybe. Like, hmm, uh, he's like, we tried, but the sanitarium. So they knew to call him at the sanitarium.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they knew
0: he committed himself.
3: <laughs> and he says there's no
0: phones in the padded rooms. And then Mel goes, No, not Mel, but BT. That's what you get for hiring a neurotic. And then there's canned <laughs> laughter for that. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. I was like, yep. Hmm. Yeah. But this thing's quite... got to be done. They got to get this 60 foot juncture in there and it's got to mm-hmm. be done on schedule. And they, so BT says, well, let's just put it under the house. They'll never know. About 25 feet
2: should do it. <laughs> yeah. And this is where I realized, oh, oh this is connected to the cold open. That yeah. 25 sense. feet. Okay. Just
0: just dig under the house. One, they'll never see us doing it. <laughs> right yeah they won't mm-hmm. know nothing could possibly go wrong
1: yep uh also i want like i need a further backstory on the corruption going on here <laughs> it was yeah, like, this gas instead of going to the mayor yeah city gas <laughs> and uh in, instead of going and, and trying to figure something out he's just like yeah we're just gonna dig under and they'll never know we'll get around the whole thing and it's like wow this is pretty shady stuff going on here and mm-hmm. some
0: kind of like chinatown prequel here this is bad stuff
1: i foresee and, a lawsuit mm-hmm. yeah
0: def- definitely you th- there are several opportunities for lawsuits in this episode mm. we'll get there yes. uh, so he's like 25 feet should do it and then what's their guy's name Mortensen or whatever he's like well this could be trouble and then uh BT stands up and he goes, Borden T. Pike laughs at trouble. Uh, like he has to say his name, like for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, he won't even be intimidated by the monsters. Besides what kind of trouble could be 25 feet underground. <laughs> We've already seen what's twenty five hundred feet underground. It's a, a Frankenstein monster and his grotesque family. <laughs> and then the banger kicks in still
2: uh, good stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that mm-hmm. second part should have been the cold open, and then they should have cut to, like, them busting through the wall or something.
0: Yes! <laughs> like, so unnecessary. We got Herman's got a cold, for whatever yeah. reason. He's strapped to a slab, 25 feet underground. ground, all this yeah. stuff, whatever. We got the banger, and then we That's come great. back. The pipeline workers are out in front of their house, in front of the monster house. So they were going to dig just... <laughs> Just right like no one will notice us blocking <laughs> yeah. the road in front of their house. Yeah, <laughs> going in the sewer. No one will notice this.
1: But also, by the way, that I the sewer doesn't run directly under it, doesn't seem like they're so they're gonna like mess up the sewer. The yeah, sewer pipes, and they're going the
0: underground and they're fucking shit up because they're going down there and they're gonna dig 60 feet under the house, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, they go underground, they're going to the manhole, cut back. Into grandpa's dungeon, Herman's still sick and he wants more medicine. And grandpa goes, so I'll go find something. Where'd I put that? And then this part happened. And I was <laughs> like, Whoo, I wonder if this is like a thing, uh like the thing, because mm-hmm. a hand comes up out of a wash tub. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Offering soap. This was like, is this a rip off? Like, yeah. what is this thing?
0: Or maybe they're making fun of the Amos family. I don't know.
2: Maybe. Yeah. This is the first we've seen this.
0: And then grandpa's like, no, 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 no. Besides, I told you to wait in the washing machine. So the <laughs> washing machine and a wash tub. Man, they're, <laughs> these, they live a decadent lifestyle. These monsters do.
1: They do. You yeah, the poor, know, the poor hand it gets confused. It doesn't know where it's supposed to be. Yeah,
0: And the hand's <laughs> not nice. drowning or... Some
2: I don't know. I don't know how it works. The monsters are so weird. They're just like a pair of lungs down there attached <laughs> to that hand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
3: know
0: how it works. There's just a hand coming out and it's not thing, right? This thing is, mm. this has never been established prior. No. Now, if it was the invisible man.
2: Oh, I would be, be like, okay. Makes sense. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so then we come back. Grandpa's got a turkey baster and he's sucking shit out of Herman's nose. He's just like, it's making terrible noises.
1: Is he is he sucking stuff out or is he dropping stuff in?
0: Oh, he could. Who knows, it, Keith? Anything is possible in the world. Well, so
1: when he gets done with it, he leans. He then leans uh, Herman back a bit, and you hear a bunch of stuff sloshing around. Sloshing again.
0: around, yeah. I thought it was like I'm gonna suck shit out. And then let's see if it's empty. Like you know, like shake a bottle to see if there's mm, okay. In Oh, uh, that's kind of why I took it, but maybe not. Uh, so grandpa's either sucking shit out or pushing shit into Herman's nose. And they <laughs> tilt Herman's heads down toward the ground. And you hear the water slushing around. He tilts them back up and they tilt them upright. And then the pipeline workers come busting through the basement wall. And that. so they were at a point where they're like, huh, bricks. That's weird. And then they decided <laughs> to go right through it. Yeah,
2: right? the telltale sign that somebody built this and it's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Maybe these are natural bricks. I don't know. Herman and Grandpa,
2: they're scared.
0: The workers, <laughs> you know, they're scared because they turn around and go the high speed run out of there. You know, the sped <laughs> up film.
2: We watched them run for a long time, too. Yes. And really outside
0: time. the workers, the one gets out and he's trying to pack up the truck as fast as possible. He's like, I'm going to get the fuck out. The other worker, like, where is he? He is so scared. He digs up through the ground. <laughs> Instead of just following the path in which they'd followed, right? They the sewers system. He yeah. digs up through the sewer roof through the lawn of the monsters and he comes out of the monster lawn, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um so and then so he's running and he jumps on the truck, the truck drives away, the dude falls off the truck, and then <laughs> outruns the truck
1: (laughs) that that, i really i actually enjoyed that part when he like takes off he just passes right by the truck anyway i'm like does i'm like why did you bother jumping in the back just
0: (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah why why are you even waiting for the for the truck at all just go dude you are uh, clearly an olympic speedster so just do it mm
1: -hmm. yeah also uh, a city gas man is probably not your best calling if you have that kind of speed yeah
0: no kidding oh yeah run a vehicle you should be doing other stuff. So then we cut back to the gas company and there he is. He's covered in dirt and shit and he's out of breath. And he's like, uh, uh, uh. And so he ran from the monsters all the way back to the gas company. <clears throat> did not stop. Did not oh. catch his breath. Did not knock stuff off his head. And old BT, he ain't buying it, man. He is Borden T Pike. He is not to be trifled with. Right. He says, scare tactics to drive up the price of something. Like to, it's like to drive up the price. Like, the price of what we don't know yet, right? I don't, I'm not sure. And then he says, uh, he's doing this because he doesn't want to assume responsibility for breaking to the cellar. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so he's making up the story about a monster and a monster in a cellar 25 feet below the
1: ground. Also, wait, which is it? Is it the monsters are trying to, uh, are, he are dressing up and portraying uh, these monsters or to run up a price? Or the other guy just doesn't want to accept responsibility. Which which is it here, Borden? I don't
0: know. I don't know. And there's lots of this. There's all sorts of wrinkles to this little whole story that make no sense to me. And we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> so, <laughs> so dude still got shit on his head. He still had a breath. And then uh, Schneider, I can't remember what his name is, Mortensen or whatever. He's like, well, that's the way he tells it. right? And it's like, well, I don't believe that. So the guy ran all the way there told the story and he's still out of breath. So it's been a few minutes. (laughs) He's still uh, uh, (laughs) and and then he says, well, we didn't expect to find anything 25 feet underground. Right. That was his thing. (laughs) We didn't expect a cellar that deep. And he says, no, and BT's no excuses. Don't come back until you get a haircut. So BT, (laughs) he is dumb too. He thinks the (laughs) shit on his head, which is clearly grass and sod is hair. (laughs) <laughs> fair enough yeah, he's not fired. he's not
1: like the doctor from the other episode that no. we covered where he didn't have his glasses on and couldn't see shit i borden is actually wearing glasses i do believe yeah. in it at this time
0: and he's foot and a half away and you could probably smell
2: the dirt and grass oh. on him that guy stinks You can yeah. tell yeah and,
1: and how many employees are there in city gas that he doesn't know that this guy doesn't have like a weird blonde mop of hair on top of everything yeah. on like a normal day
2: oh yeah oh. You don't normally have sod on the top of your head? Weird. And what did he want that guy to do? Just to keep digging despite the people being there looking at him? I don't know. Like, (laughs) I have no idea what he was
1: expecting. Look, the mayor is on his back about this. Yeah. He's got to get this done.
0: But dude's like, okay. And he turns around and leaves. And then BT, he, he he didn't say the line. He should have said, Ingenuity, imagination, and intelligence do the work. I'll handle this myself. So then we see, we cut to what must be moments later. Uh, BT is on the phone. He's calling his wife, Fanny, dear, saying he won't make it home for dinner because of the business engagement. And Fanny's pissed. She puts the dog under her arm. All right, She's cut to Fanny and she's... But in her arm, she is, she thinks she's having an affair. He's, BT's having an affair, uh, and then we come back to BT. He's like, "Well, yes, I did have lunch with a woman. My mother. I can't help it. My mother's a woman." And then he's like, "All right, I'll talk to her about it." And then he, he puts also says
1: a, it could happen to the it could happen to anyone.
0: It could happen to anybody. Yeah. I'll talk to her about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> he puts the phone down, <laughs> and then you hear like this class, very Flintstony. Bam, yeah. bam, the, like the chipmunk nagging on the other end of the phone.
2: Yep. He's just hollering. Yes, dear. Yes, yes dear. dear.
0: And then BT's pissed. He's like, I'll show these monsters that Borden T. Pike, he says his name again, <laughs> won't be intimidated. And he leaves.
1: Doesn't mm-hmm. hang up the phone.
0: Nope. I'm out of here. Uh, <laughs> I
1: actually, I enjoyed this interaction, even though we only hear like the one side, but the whole thing with him being like, yeah, it's my mother yet yeah, no it could happen to anyone anyone yeah. can have a mother <laughs> and i will talk to her about being my mother <laughs> like
3: yeah
0: and as we good. find out later they've been married for 30 flipping years and mm-hmm. and why <laughs> so anyway <laughs> yeah
2: it seems like a great yeah. relationship yeah. yeah
0: so he goes to the Munsters' house and he's like oh this place is a fucking dump there's a wolf howl <laughs> uh, bt looks around like <laughs> Besides knock on the door, it's dusty old door knocker, but it looks cool. It's like a, it's like a bear pig or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Lily answers the door, and then Spot is growling.
1: Mm-hmm. Now you hear this. <laughs>
0: Would you assume? Oh, it's a dog. But Lily looks up, <laughs> right, <laughs> and shoes Spot away. Spotty, get away from the door, Spotty. And they calls. She calls for Eddie to come get Spotty. And Lily says, Well, Spotty gets so excited for visitors. And I thought this is gonna be something. Nope. Something with
1: spot. One more, one more of those times. They they do but this once an episode to you, Derek.
0: it's it's like they're dribbling down court, and the dude sees he's got somebody running, you know. He's like, so he alley oops up there, and their guy's like, Nah, I won't jump. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't want an easy bucket because this seems yeah. like an easy
2: bucket. Yeah, it does. That's a fun side plot right there.
0: Yeah, so anyway. She says, well, please come in. And and BT, man, he is is tough as nails. I'll come in, but remember, I'm not easily taken in. (laughs) What does that mean?
1: And he says that so proudly, Yes,
0: (laughs) like he can't be duped, right? I'll come in, but you're not going to fuck with my shit. I'm BT. I'm Borden T. Pike. God damn it. (laughs) So BT comes in. Sees all the cobwebs. We've established, much like the babysitter, that nothing can shake old BT.
1: Now he yeah. even smiles a bit when he sees it. Like, oh, yeah, he's
0: like, this? oh, yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, they're really laying it on thick, trying to get more money out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know what we're talking about yet. <laughs> and then he says his name fully again. You know, uh, I'm Borden T. Pike. Yeah, blah blah blah. And then Herman is off screen says, "Oh, Mister Pike, come in." And he comes in and he introduces himself and Borden T. Pike sees Herman. It's like, and Herman says, I'm Herman Munster. And this is my father-in-law. The count.
2: The count is Mm -hmm. his name, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
0: And grandpa's got a cigar again. And he's sitting in an electric chair.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He seems very casual. He seems like the friendly. Well, they all seem friendly, but I like how grandpa's just sitting there playing his game. Like, yeah, whatever.
0: (laughs) Herman, very polite. Please come in. Lily, please come in. Well, oh, Borden, Borden's coming in, uh, kind of the aggressor. So Borden looks confused and shocked. He shakes Herman's hand, and Herman says, won't you have a seat? And Herman reaches down and grabs the couch by the arm <laughs> and then lifts the whole thing up like four yeah. feet off the ground. Like, what's he burr, doing?
2: What, like, like, why would you do jumbo? this? Have a seat. <laughs> what's he going to do? Take the couch from you? Does he want him to sit up there, like while I he's holding know. it? That's a power play. That I mean, say, it's power
1: just power a offering. Uh, he's he's offering him a seat. I don't, don't know stuff. why he thinks he has to give him the whole seat, but he's offering it to him.
0: I don't know why he thinks he has to lift the couch up to like shoulder height. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so BT, he's still not taking in. Here's a Frankenstein monster. Here's the Count in an electric chair. Frankenstein lifts up a whole sofa. Doesn't matter. Uh, and then Eddie comes in is as, as, as BT is talking and BT is saying he's willing to compensate the monsters for the damage and the inconvenience. And then he sees Eddie. And he's like, "Well, hello there!" And he goes to pat him on the head, and he stops. I'm assuming because he saw the pointy ears. Um,
2: mm-hmm. I guess so. Yeah. Maybe that
1: was really his weird. slick
0: back hair was uncouth at the time. The, I don't know. The
1: fangs a
2: little bit. Yeah, he's like, ah. Uh. That was a weird. And they just stare at each other for a second. Yeah. That was strange.
0: Just like, all right. So it's like, I'm going to give you 1500 bucks for the inconvenience and the damage. And then BT is distracted because Eddie is setting cheese on a giant fucking mouse track trap that clearly was not visible prior to that moment. <laughs> right. Because no. you think you would have walked in and saw that giant mouse trap that <laughs> would have been distracting.
1: Well, he isn't is. he? I thought he was distracted because he tries to lift up the couch himself, and it goes no, like it doesn't move at all.
3: Oh,
0: well, again, again,
1: explaining how strong Herman apparently is.
0: But I, I think he's staring over at Eddie because then we see Eddie's putting cheese on this giant mouse trap.
2: <laughs> I did mm-hmm. like this. I wish they would have gone somewhere with it, but I like the idea. Of
1: An- yes, this was <laughs> another like thing that. It- I mean, I guess it pays off a little bit, a little a bit little further bit, on, yeah. but also nobody says like BT does not, he doesn't say, wow, is that electric chair? He doesn't say, is that a giant uh, mouse trap?" And not only that, the giant mouse hole that it easily looks like Eddie could walk through if he mm-hmm. needed to. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and the shit's like five feet away from him. He doesn't even, he doesn't even flinch it. Like he didn't mm. notice it before until it, it, it's just like Eddie and the kid playing and Herman not seeing them. and still only seeing the, the robot monster. Oh, <laughs> all right. So uh, where we got here. So BT says 1500 bucks is his final offer. And grandpa's making a house of cards. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Lily says, Oh, $1,500 will come in handy for a sunny day. Which I assume BT is gonna be like, Don't you mean rainy day? And it's like, no, they now now they just assume you know what they're doing, which is being mm-hmm. stupid. <laughs> uh Eddie wants to know how much fifteen hundred dollars is in cheese. And Herman's <laughs> like, Don't play with that mouse trap. Now the I mouse like will never go near it. Uh, boy, I I guess I don't know. Ugh. Herman thinks fifteen hundred bucks is a good deal, and grandpa says, nah the, and they, and then Grandpa makes a very good point: the idea of sneaking a gas main under our property.
2: Yes, now this is very logical. Like, what, yeah, this is not good. Whatever yeah, they're trying to makes do makes
0: sense. I'm with Grandpa here. It makes sense. Yeah. Now it also brought up the point to me that we've already established that they rent, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not their decision to make. One, two, <laughs> they haven't always been there right so that's true yeah that that's why i i think we we had mentioned that maybe they moved when they moved there the house appeared because they're renting from satan Um, (laughs) and i'm gonna go with that because it's 25 feet down the cellar right Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i mean weird and when they know that it's 20 i mean that's part of like you gotta like tell the city what you're doing when you build a house
1: yeah i mean there's some zoning some permits i'm you gotta and, have to probably get to go twenty feet, twenty five feet down. You gotta call that uh, that one eight hundred number to make sure. Uh, was it ask Julia? Julia? Yeah, you yeah.
0: can dig. So, Grandpa makes a great point trying to sneak a gas main under the property, and then the cards fall over. Grandpa Ugh. snaps his fingers, then they go back up, and he goes, "Thank you," like talking to the <laughs> cards, <laughs> right? So <laughs> BT sees that, and he's mm. like, uh Okay, and then he says, I urge you to accept my offer. It will be good for your neighbors and friends. Hmm. And then so BT is like waving his hand underneath the table, trying to see if there's like wires or something to make that up. And Mm -hmm. Herman thinks they should take the offer because it will help the community. And Lily says uh, he's always been the level headed one of the family. And then yeah, Herman does like a (laughs) he's very pleased with himself because he has a (laughs) flat head. (laughs) <laughs> Hell yeah, my head's flat. It's the flat uh, head around. Yeah, it's like so dumb. And then, <laughs> so Grandpa who wants no part of this. Is like he doesn't want people digging on the premises. There's no telling who they'll come up with.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Which <laughs> goes back to line. they rent, and they <laughs> haven't been there that long because the other neighbor, Mrs. Cribbins, uh, who hates the monsters, yeah, liked it better before they moved in. So mm-hmm.
2: hmm.
1: you know, I, what, maybe uh, the who is the uh, the owner that maybe they were originally renting from. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. They, yeah.
0: So, so grandpa snaps his finger and then uh, like the pancake in that one episode, the another card fly, flies to the top of the house, the card yep. the house of cards. And then BT says, I urge you to take my offer again. He says urge again. He likes to say the same thing over and over again. Uh, he doesn't scare easy. And then he starts to walk out, and Herman says, Wait, this is my house. And Herman's been very stern, and it's going to be my way. I agree with Lily. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. He puts his foot down.
1: It's my place. I'm going to do this. And because th- my wife says, Good idea. Yeah.
0: And then so Grandpa is, says, Come here, Eddie. I want you to witness, I want you to be witness <laughs> to my degradation, <laughs> which was <laughs> like, Jesus, man. <laughs> Because one day you'll have creatures of your own and you know what to expect. You know, I like <laughs> how cranky Grandpa is getting uh, man, about this. He, he that is, is like a imagine in this it's one. It's very funny to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. But, but he's right. You know, yeah. like they try to dig under his house. Anyway, so Grandpa walks over shaking his head. And this is what you want. This is what you get. I'll be in my room. <laughs> and he walks off and he says, good night. And he smoke appears and he turns into a bat. And then kind of flies away. It like more flies in a circle. <laughs> and Lily's like, oh. oh, grandpa. And then Herman says, Mr. Pike, you'll have to excuse grandpa. You know how old people are. But before he could finish saying that sentence, they turn and Pike's gone. The door slammed. Uh, Eddie off screen says, ow, as the mousetrap snaps. And Herman says, I told him to keep his big trap shut.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> a weird that line right there. Yeah. I've-
0: Yeah, there's lots of weird lines in this one. Yeah.
1: But again, like I so they you know they mentioned that, but the the trap is something that it would like I hope it comes back again in a future episode. It won't because like
0: the writers said, I want to say keep your big trap shut. Wouldn't it be funny if you had a big mousetrap? Yeah. (laughs) And that's how it happened. Yep. Can't tell somebody to shut up, but they get to have a big mousetrap. So then Herman and Lily are walking down the steps. And Herman's like, I don't care what Grandpa says. I'm going to call Mr. Pike and accept. And he needs to think of the neighbors. And Lily, oh, you have a good heart. And then Herman says, the best money can buy. Blah, 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 blah. blah. But guess what? Do we, all, do we know that Herman is a Frankenstein's monster yet? Because <laughs> First if time we didn't, they got to bring in a, yeah, you Tell us.
1: I mean, so, it, there's 70 episodes. At some point in time, they run out of body parts to reference.
0: They got to they <laughs> um, just be like, well people get am it a he's a frankenstein's monster, frankenstein's monster.
2: Uh, i hope yeah. you just start saying that well i am a frankenstein's monster after
0: <laughs> yeah so lily goes off to find eddie oh eddie. <laughs> i hope that happens <laughs> yeah
1: we, we it get it Lily. Know.
0: i'm a frankenstein's monster yeah <laughs> so herman pulls a rope thingy and the phone coffin comes out of the wall very cool then we cut to bt his phone is ringing he answers the phone and it's herman he hears that it's herman And he freaks out and he swallows a pill real fast. I don't know what that pill is, but he's like, (laughs) I can't talk to Herman without taking this pill. So Herman offers to come over and grab the check and BT freaks the fuck out. He's like, no, stay where you're at. I'll have my secretary mail you a check. Do not come over. Fanny hears this and assumes he's talking to a woman. Who is that? One of your girlfriends. And then Pike then thinks it would be a good idea for Herman to come over. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Herman, yes, please come over. I want you to meet my wife because Pike is what's to sure, like torture be scared to death. Yep. <laughs> yeah,
1: And Herman's only a headstone's throw away.
0: Yep. Uh, oh, boy. yeah. That's what Herman says next. Oh, yeah, I'll be on my way. That's just a headstone's throw from here. He puts the phone away. Lily's putting a band in his nose. Lily doesn't want Herman going out because he's already been sick with his sinuses. And he's like, oh, you know what? You're right. And then I thought Lily was gonna go, and and well, oh, she also another Frankenstein's monster joke. She has to mention that Herman's sinuses were probably worn out when she got him.
1: (laughs) So and he has some color in his cheeks. Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah, like you got you got color in your cheeks. Blah blah. So then she says, Grandpa, are you going to hang around here sulking all night? And Grandpa <laughs> is hanging by his feet from the ceiling. And he says, Why not? Wherever I hang is home. He's being whatever. And then Marilyn like comes that. in. Hello, Marilyn. You haven't been here all episode. She says, Hi, Grandpa. Oh, yeah, she asked, exists. Can you go to Mr. Pike's to pick up the check? And I'm like, Ah, oh, here it is. And then she's like, Be warm and
1: friendly. Make sure you introduce yourself to the wife. Mr. Pike wanted to make sure that, <laughs> yep. that we met her.
0: Oh, you yep. have all the stuff that we want. We want to mm. know what's going to happen. Did, did uh, you see what but, she
2: was carrying? The magazine,
0: Marilyn? No, what was
1: the magazine? It mm.
2: just said, tomb and garden. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Which Marilyn's like the normal one. I, yeah. It doesn't really make sense mm-hmm. that she would have that, she I She doesn't
1: know that she's a normal one, though. That's She thinks she's yeah. a
2: weirdo and she's trying to fit in, right? I see,
1: mm. I see.
0: So, Pike, we cut back to Pike. He's putting uh, a golf ball into a glass. And Fanny says, the idea, man, your age, I like that. Uh, <laughs> anything you say, dear. And then we got that. And she's like, don't dear me, because you're always up to something when you do that. And the doorbell rings and they fight over who's going to answer it. And Fanny goes to answer. She opens it up. It,
1: and there's Marilyn. By, by the way, I, you missed a great line from Fanny. She goes, after all the years of marriage. You should know where your place is.
0: Yeah. I God. <laughs> I, I was frantically yeah. taking notes. I'm like, I hear it and, Fanny.
1: And also <laughs> like it, Borden kind of sets her up. He's like, no, I'll get it. She says, she says, she'll go. He's like, no, no, I'll get it. And she's like, no, I'm going to get it. And as she walks away, he does like a little smirk and like, you know, shakes mm-hmm. his hips a bit and gets back to putting. Cause he's like, <laughs> <laughs> she'll he be scared assumes to death.
0: It's Herman, right? Yeah. But nope, it's Marilyn. And he's like, I'm Marilyn Muster. I happen to be Mrs. Pike. And then Marilyn goes, I'm here for the money. Your husband knows what it's for. So then we're to assume that Marilyn is a prostitute, I guess. <laughs> uh, and then Mrs. Pike says, you horrible creature, and slams the door on Marilyn's face. And then Fanny comes back, and she's pissed, uh, obviously, because she doesn't trust her husband of 30 years for anything. <laughs> um and BT, well, what did you think of that? Like, he was, like, he was proud of himself. <laughs> and Fanny is like, she grabs a vase and throws it and says, what did you think of that? And she storms off. And he's, like, oh. but,
1: I mean, Derek, you obviously don't know, like, the kind of pull that the gas company in the 60s had. I mean, it's, <laughs> obviously, there's just Borden was, you know, having to push women away all the time, yeah, probably. clearly. You know. oh, yeah, gas groupies.
0: So then we cut back, and Marilyn has obviously come back and told them what happened and they're pissed and grandpa's like oh, i'd like to boil that mr pike in oil but you gave away my cookbook to goodwill um uh, I mean, uh, you don't need a cookbook one. to boil a man in oil
2: um, you do if you need to eat him well that's true
0: so herman's pissed and he's gonna go take care of this himself and he smashes the thing i don't know what it was but he like slammed his hand on it and it broke into pieces it Looked like a pillar or a stand or something yeah some sort mm-hmm.
2: of like Counter or something, yeah. yeah.
0: Grandpa's like, Don't lose your head. And then, <laughs> guess what? He's a Frankenstein's monster, so he's got to check the <laughs> bolts to make sure it's still connected.
2: <laughs> and it so, is. Is that what the bolts are for with the Frankenstein's monster? I guess I, that never occurred to me. I they thought
0: they were to- like electrodes, like you would hook like a car battery, like the yeah. jumper cables to it. That's what
2: I thought too. But
0: they could be there to like keep it fastened,
3: mm. uh,
2: multi purpose.
0: And, and then Herman's like, I'll go take care of this myself right now. And Lily goes, you go show him who you're made of, because guess what? You're Frankenstein's <laughs> Frankenstein monster. monster. <laughs> so, Wait, he is? <laughs> mm-hmm. So Herman is, he's angrily dialing the phone. And he's, Pike, this is Herman Munster. You can't treat my niece that way. Oh, yeah. I'm not a violent man, but blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be down there. So I'm going to come over right now and punch you in the nose. And <laughs> BT is confused because he does not know what has happened yet. So he calls for Fanny, and she comes down with suitcases.
1: Oh, she's then, ready to leave him.
0: Oh, yeah. He's, she's walking out the door. Very tropey for the time. Uh, who was at the door? It was your little blonde Marilyn Munster. And then he's like, oh, no, her uncle is coming over right now. He's indescribable, which is my favorite moment of the entire episode. <laughs> uh, you'll have to leave right away. It's like you gotta get out of here. This thing's—he's <laughs> a monster. He's gonna destroy our home.
1: He's, he's not talking. indescribable. Call the people at the police department. They know he's all nine about feet the tall, like knife feet green uh, red walking around. Red eyes. Yeah, red eyes. Perfect.
0: So BT's like, I'm gonna stay here and defend our home because he assumes <laughs> that Herman Munster is going to smash it to pieces. I assume. <laughs> so Fanny assumes that this is a trick to get her out of the house so he can fuck Marilyn right? Uh, yeah. (laughs) You're trying to get uh me out of here so you can have sex with her. No way. I'm staying around. The doorbell rings. Well, I mean, there's no time for her to leave anyway because Herman is there. It's only a tombstone's throw. Uh, And then, (laughs) so BT goes, it's him. And she goes, it's her. And then Fanny answers the door with a putter in hand. And Herman is there with his fist cocked, ready to punch. Like he's just going to (laughs) throw hands as soon as that door opens up. Fanny lifts that golf club to hit Herman or what Marilyn and it wilts, which is a decent sight gig. That it was fun. yeah. It yeah.
2: goes <laughs> it just melts. Yeah. And then yep. she sees
0: Herman and faints. And then Herman's like, Oh, uh, what did I do? Cause he's got his hand cocked <laughs> ready to to punch. <laughs> so then we cut back to the Munster house. Eddie is laughing. He's got a bandage on his, on his nose. He's at the breakfast table. And Which is a big monster thing, still, breakfast. And mm-hmm. then they pan over to Herman, who looks pissed, and he's got a bandage on his nose.
3: <laughs>
0: and Eddie he says, he looks funny with that thing on his nose. And Herman wants <laughs> to explain what happened. Quit interrupting me. And then Marilyn interrupts. And she's like, I'm <laughs> sorry for what happened. Uh, and then Lily looks out and goes, it's raining outside. It's like... Not just raining, it's like somebody's dumping buckets of water on the window. <laughs> Lily says, it's a beautiful day, and Grandpa says, thank you.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: because he's making it rain, apparently. Uh, That's another
2: power to add to the bo- the, the box. Yeah, there. we need to, like...
1: he he He's breaking out a lot of uh, cool mm-hmm. magic in this episode.
0: Oh, boy, this one ends. Whew. So, <laughs> Herbert wants to continue with his story. He wants to explain what we all know
3: uh, Nobody which cares. is that he
0: got punched in the nose, right? Like,
3: mm-hmm.
0: Very obvious. <laughs> right, but he wants to continue. Grandpa's like, not while I'm eating. Okay. <laughs> so okay. wish, I guess. <laughs> so Lily's Lily says, no, 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 let him talk. And then Herman explains what we all figured, already figured out the <laughs> moment they showed him. Well, uh, <laughs> we didn't have to see him. We would have assumed that's uh, that's what happened. Right. So Lily is like, Oh, poor dear. And Herman Uh, he goes, one thing, I think it cured my sinuses getting knocked, punched in the nose. So then there's a knock at the door and Herman gets it. And behind the tree out front, uh, there's old BT and he's waving a white flag and he screams truce. And Herman says truce. And then the whole family's out there, right? They'll come out. And then they notice that, oh dear, it stopped raining because we have to explain why it's not raining now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) When it was raining
0: (laughs) five seconds ago, nothing's wet. (laughs) neither is bt mm. right nobody's wet have, nothing's wet, ground's it. not wet.
1: Yeah. it's a beautiful uh, sunny california day
0: yep and he's like oh dear it stopped raining looks like the weather is turning bad so this episode has it in spades all the opposites are good and is uh, yeah. a frankincense monster <laughs>
1: uh, at, at, at the breakfast table uh she's, she tells eddie he better start dawdling or you'll be on time for school
2: Oh god. oh god that was yeah. just
0: bad yeah my, that, that's
1: that's a horrible one and now i feel bad for like my interest was
0: so low it, at that point it. that i didn't even hear it really <laughs> my <laughs> wife uh bt can apologize he's explaining that his wife was expecting someone else and then Marilyn goes oh i know that happens to me all the time huh? yeah um so then <laughs> bt <laughs> then explains he lost his head which is what Herman said, which is what they said Herman not to do. And then uh, Herman so, he said something, uh, and then BT goes right on the nose, and then Herman's like, oh, no, don't. <coughs> and then Herman starts messing with his nose as Bandage falls off, and... Clearly it's first take, best take when filming the monsters. Yeah. <laughs> he laughed about this and they just let it go. Like they could have easily retaken that shot. But yeah, that wasn't that
1: I was like, that was not supposed to come off. And that that's nope. fun that he even giggled about himself.
0: Film budget was low, so they couldn't recut that. So BT brought a check in a contract. He's like, hey, just and grandpa's like, no, do not sign it.
3: <clears throat> do not sign it.
0: B.T. says the mayor's waiting in his office. He'll have his head. And Herman says, Herman, very polite, very cordial, very gentlemanly. Uh, We had made an agreement and majority rules. Grandpa, you can't always get your way. Blah, 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 blah. And Grandpa tells Pike he won't get away with this. (laughs) I'm like, okay. I love this. (laughs) And then Grandpa turns into a German shepherd, growls, (laughs) leaps at B.T., misses Turns back into Grandpa before hitting the ground and says, dang it, I missed again, which he does this often, apparently. Mm -hmm. And then he blames his contact lenses. Dang contact lenses. (laughs) He's Mm going to kill that man. (laughs) He was going to maul him in dog (laughs) form.
2: I
3: love
0: that.
1: Thank God God his contacts were messed up, though.
0: BT, unfazed. He will not be taken in. uh, He gives Herman a pen to sign the contract. Herman goes to with it. There's an electrical shock, some smoke, and then the pen doesn't work. Uh, mm, that grandpa, he's at it again. <laughs> so grandpa then and it's like a pen work. Oh, it's my pen. It's a brand new pen. Blah, blah, blah. Because pens, as we all know, can fizz out, I guess. I have no
2: idea. <laughs> like a spark and explode. Yeah. Or-
0: it's it's very it's like a motor. It's like a gas-powered motor. It's <laughs> so Grandpa gives Herman a, his own pen. I'm like, oh, well, there's something up with this pen. Like, why and don't I you thought use it was mine? Ink. Invisible yeah. ink was my first thought, or disappearing ink. Uh, and he goes, thank you, Grandpa. You won't be sorry. And he's like, you can say that again. Like, this motherfucker's up to something. And they just let it go all the time. Right? Yeah. So Herman signs the contract, hands it over. BT is excited. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lily invites him in because she was just going to brew a fresh flagon of tea, which was a weird line. Yep. And BT says, no, but thanks, Herman. He says his wife is a changed woman after meeting you. Mm-hmm. After your visit, she says she'll believe anything he says. And <laughs> Herman looks pleased with himself. Eh, that's right. It's nice to know we can bring a little happiness to others. Yeah. And BT says, you've made me a very happy man. And then he leaves. The muster goes. It monsters go in. Grandpa looks smug. <laughs> bad right? sign. Yeah, because he knows he's done something. Oh, he's a nice man. And then, right then, the phone rings. Right that moment, Herman answers. He's says, mm-hmm. "Uh huh. Oh, really? I see. Yes, that's fine. Thank you for calling." Then he has this terrible look on his face. He walks rather deadly over. And sits down. And then he says it was Mrs. Cribbins from next door, the woman we met a few episodes ago, that who hates the monsters. All right. Mm-hmm. Except for when she was in love with Herman briefly from Love Potion. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Hates the monsters, hates them. Doesn't mind. But she calls the monsters to I guess she's calling the gloat because yeah. she says unprompted, like there's nothing to prompt this phone call. To let them know that everyone else on the block got thirty five hundred dollars.
1: She probably saw uh, BT Pike heading out uh, yeah, when you left.
0: I guess I what it's I don't know
2: to cover that. Yeah, have like the community like meeting or something about it. That would have yeah. been fun.
0: If 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 the Munsters were some weird holdout, then they would have been privy to this knowledge prior. We'll give you thirty five hundred bucks to put this pipeline through. And there was, they were the holdout, they were the delay, and now BT is coming back and offering fifteen hundred. Do you think that'd be, man, yeah, whatever? So Lily's took advantage, Grandpa. I knew we couldn't trust that man. But wait, there's a second check for five thousand dollars <laughs> and a letter <laughs> attached. Dear Munsters, a little bonus for all your trouble and convenience. Your friend Borden. Grandpa looks like he fucked up. He's like, uh-oh. <laughs> Lily says, it's so generous. So, but wait, there's even more. P.S. After 30 years, I'm finally a happily married man. <laughs> Since my wife and I met you, we've never looked so good to one another. And the monsters <laughs> take the backhanded compliment in stride, as they always do. But Lily says, we just can't take $5,000 for doing good to some for somebody else. And then Grandpa or Herman's like, well, I'll be t- taking blood money. Which grandpa says, "Don't try to cheer me up because <laughs> it's got the word blood in it." I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel bad enough already. And they're like, "What did you do?" And I said, "My pen was filled with disappearing ink." Womp Halded womp. It. And, oh, so then we come we come back. There was a commercial. Then we come back, and the monsters are all around a crystal ball. Mm-hmm. For yeah. what reason? We'll find out here in a minute. Grandpa is like, like, I can't seem to get the right wavelength. He slaps it. And Gr- Herman's like, Grandpa, that crisp ball doesn't work anymore. All you ever get are reruns of My Little Margie.
1: Yeah. My Little Great. Margie was uh, was a show that was on from 1952 to 1955. Uh, including in 1955, it was nominated for Best Directional Photography. Wow. At the uh, at the Emmy <laughs> Awards.
0: Yeah. I see. I didn't even dare. I didn't bother to Google because I knew Keith was going to come through in the clutch on that one. (laughs) Well, I
1: look. There's. I mean, I know Herman says it, but I mean, when it comes down to it, like it's tied into Grandpa doing something, and he has a pop culture reference.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and 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 in 1964, making a reference to a show from 1955. A lot of people probably knew exactly what they were talking about. Oh, for
2: sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Probably
0: so then grandpa's like i got it and they look into the crystal ball and they fade into the crystal ball there's like all sorts of like weird noises and we're in pike's office so that way we know that the monsters know what's going on so the mayor is screaming at pike pike you're a disgrace guys like you give gas a bad name (laughs) (laughs) i love that line and Pike's like, I saw Mr. Muster sign it with my own eyes. And then he says, I suggest you resign and give up drinking in that order. <laughs> so Grandpa, through some insane magic, <laughs> makes the signature reappear. Oh uh, boy. And then Pike and the mayor see it and they freak out. They're like, mm. <laughs> and then Grant, and then we come back and Grandpa, so boy, this the this This episode, like all previous episodes, ends on such a high note. (laughs) Herman goes, Grandpa, how did you do that? Lily goes, I guess it's just in his blood. Grandpa Uh. says, I'll drink to that. Snaps his finger. A smoking stein or flagon comes flying (laughs) down into Grandpa's hand. Cad laughter. Cue credits. Uh, But What a (laughs) There's
2: the blood joke again They just do it again Uh. But but,
0: I guess it's just in his blood What does that even mean
1: (laughs) I I don't know but Grandpa was really flexing the magic Powers uh, throughout this Oh man he He had all
0: sorts of magic Going on
1: Uh, you know he's got the cards that he can move around um he can become a bat he can become a dog or a wolf type creature uh he can't get good contacts though no he 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 can't fix his eyesight yeah he can mess up a pen he can also see stuff through the the crystal ball he can make uh, handwriting appear from uh their house to something that's a headstone throw away uh, well, no, actually, the office—I don't know where the office is compared to that. Yeah, no clue. Um, but but he gets the you know he gets the the herring like he actually is doing like a ton of stuff uh, throughout this episode as far as like magic, yeah, and not just potions yeah. and stuff.
0: This episode is a grandpa magic showcase. Mm-hmm. So speaking of this episode, like my segue there, Keith.
1: Yeah, good job.
0: <laughs> what is <laughs> what are everyone's thoughts about uh, season one episode five, Pike's Peak?
1: Uh, I actually really uh, I enjoyed this episode a lot.
3: <laughs> Did you really?
1: <laughs> yeah, like this is probably my favorite episode so far. Um, are, you,
2: are you kidding uh, me? No, okay. but it, it, has, it the-
1: doesn't really have anything to do, well, except for Grandpa's like the magic uh, type stuff, but it doesn't necessarily have to do with that. I really liked the Borden Pike character, mm. and his interactions with his wife made me mm. laugh a lot you know, yeah. the, and, we just, and also we just like a
0: sneak peek into Keith's life.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. With, every time I'm on the phone, you know, my, my, my wife thinks something's going on. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's just like the, the whole, the whole thing about his mom being a woman, he will have to deal with that. And then uh his little, you know, Oh uh, no, I'll get the, I'll get the door. No, I'll get the door. No, no. And then, she, and then he just kind of like, <laughs> she's in for it. <laughs> And then it turns out the end, like the whole thing, like saved their marriage overall. Yeah, I, I, I really, I, I thought this was like the best episode we've watched so far.
2: Wow, better than Frankenstein's monster baby.
1: That's oh. the only part of that episode that's enjoyable, though.
2: <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> also, well. we
1: get, uh, we get the the um. Well, we don't see the the. This is the first time we haven't seen the the clock come out and say it's. You know, uh, you know. <laughs> Half pie, or something. That or doesn't other.
0: make it necessarily a good episode, but it's I'll also it not no like slacking. So I'll no, give it points for that. No, but this
1: time we get the uh, the coffin phone shows up for the first time where he pulls oh, that we little had the lever. Coffin
0: phone last episode because we Lily did is on the phone with the diamond Jim.
1: Yeah. He, oh, but she doesn't have to pull the little thing, so I guess I didn't no, remember yeah, like we did, coming we out of the wall that. and stuff. Yeah. Which I thought he was going to like get Grandpa and be like, Grandpa, what did you do? You know, like that's what I thought he was going to do when he went to get on the phone with that. Or, like, tell him again, like, I'm going to go do this right now because a coffin pops out. I'm like, whoa, OK. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah. I, this had, like, this was the best part of the uh, of the five episodes we've watched so far. All right.
2: What do you think, Terry? Well, uh, I'm not quite as strong on it. I was kind of <laughs> meh for it. Once again, Derek's narration <laughs> makes me laugh more than the show. Uh, but i think there are some points in here that are actually funny um i've really liked grandpa being cranky and like actually trying to murder a man i thought that was really funny. <laughs> um but besides that i don't know I just a lot of these jokes are starting to and this is yeah. probably a bad sign they're starting to kind of get old with the <laughs> yeah like frankenstein's yeah. monster get it he's got yeah. replaceable body parts or look it's raining we love rain because it's the opposite of what people yeah. usually like it's just oh boy they just like kind of play into their tropes a lot in this yeah. and not in necessarily a good way but i didn't hate it either i just i'm kind of like meh on it i guess
1: all right so i i first of all i'd like to uh one i'd like to make a suggestion that from now on we should just keep account of the frankenstein monster references <laughs> and the the opposite talk uh oh, references yeah. and see how, how many how many we add up uh over the series but I also, I do want to put a bit of an asterisk next to my enjoyment of the episode. Because when I, when you just watch it and it's like, oh, this was fun. You know, I take a couple notes as I go. But yeah, listening to you retell it is when it really sticks out of, oh, wow, that is like the fifth Frankenstein's monster comment they've <laughs> made. <laughs> They're really overdoing it uh, in this episode. So yeah, I, I, it scales back a little bit with your description of it, but I enjoyed it in the moment of watching it.
0: Oh, well. I'll be honest, I did not enjoy, I don't even know if I enjoyed a minute of this of This episode. It, it's so, it felt like you could condense this down into about four or five minutes, mm-hmm. uh, and it could be a good sketch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This, this was mm-hmm. just not, well, and I say good sketch, <clears throat> but I mean a sketch. Um, <laughs> boy, this one was really tough for me. And even the pike stuff, like I, I, I get what was funny about it, but I was like, oh, okay. And maybe it's because um, it were 60 years after it aired and like all of these things are nothing is fresh about <laughs> any of it, right? But even mm-hmm. then it's just like, oh, man, the yeah, I don't know. It just it, this one did not resonate with me in any way. And then it ends and it ends so terribly. <laughs> with the crystal ball thing yeah oh man i was i would have punched the old peacock right in the nose for even showing this one to me like <laughs> no, uh, you gotta be kidding me the crystal ball <laughs> mm-hmm. grandpa yeah. way too many new powers um this one was this yeah. one was a tough tough watch
2: now if it, if you're watching this back and when it first came out and uh you watched this episode would you watch to the next episode I have
0: no choice. You know why? Because there's only three channels and nothing else yeah. is on.
1: So yeah, there's no there's no uh you know endless amounts of streaming networks to spurn uh yeah. and, and not watch this. Yeah, you gotta tune in again the next week. Yeah, yeah. There's
0: nothing else to watch.
1: Um, I so uh, I think one of it one other thing is at some point in time, maybe and maybe we figure out how to do this as like a bonus episode, but we pick an episode where like something happens where we're like, oh, this is gonna be the thing. That never comes back around. Like uh it was like when Eddie gets shrunk. Mm. Like oh, we should yeah. just do like a side tangent of like, okay, what could this episode have actually happened if Eddie you know he got shrunk if that ended up being like the the main storyline? Or in this idea. or in this case, like I'd like to know more about the mouse. I would love what to kind know more is about that, the mouse. In that giant hole that's sitting there. I mean it's yeah. How do you you have anything else that large in the house if Spotty is around? He's got to be eating everything.
2: You'd think. Yeah. What does Spot even eat? Uh, Yeah. Who knows? But I will commend the
0: writers for tying in Eddie with the thing on his nose and then Herman with the thing on his nose.
2: Yeah. Um, That was a fun little. The one little
0: connective thread.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: uh, You're like, oh, okay. Good for you. They kind of sort of followed
2: through on it
0: a little bit. Yeah, but well, disappointing. disappointing episode in my book. Ugh. And like I said, IMDb's seven point five. I feel <laughs> is
1: high. I think that's right on point.
0: I feel it's high. This should be I'd like get a little lower. Three, three or yeah.
1: four. Uh, all right, so listeners, there. I think uh, I'm going to institute a thing here. Um, over under, how many episodes do we get into before Derek goes? Man, those are great episodes.
0: oh Uh, that's that's a good question that's a good question i haven't had a great one yet i do i did enjoy the little robot um i thought that was funny but i hated the episode in general uh (laughs) i hated it less than this this episode's my least favorite of them all
1: oh Oh, wow wow okay i kind of thought the pilot was my least favorite um yeah uh, okay so not great but like one where you're willing to give it like a, a Like a seven, a a seven (laughs) out of ten, or or better. Like how many episodes in before Derek gets a seven out of ten?
0: How long until Derek says Uh, B (laughs) minus? Yeah, because we're not there yet. Mm. I will say the robot joke was an A plus joke episode. That was
2: great, though. That was great. Mm. My guess is once we get to 15 I think Derek will have liked at least one episode 15 huh? you think I he'll it. hit stride by 15 enough for yep. him we'll yeah. see. at least one episode I saw him that's all I'm, I'm gonna bet. the well at least one episode Derek mm-hmm. thought oh, it was yeah. okay
0: I'll take the over on that that's my guess
3: <laughs> 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 but we'll see what happens
0: uh, until then Keith what do you got mm-hmm. on a promo here
1: uh, I just really kind of realized that I think I know why I enjoy this episode this much um, is because I'm currently hosting a show called That Was Great, wasn't it? And I'm watching uh, 13 episodes of Pro Stars, which uh, might make it why the Munsters is so much more entertaining this week. Um, oh,
0: Munsters is a citizen Kane compared to Pro Stars.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, 100%. And, uh, it, you know, we started about a week before uh, the Munster Hunter show. Started airing, so there's only a couple episodes out there, but go ahead and uh, and check it out. Uh Terry's uh I think an upcoming guest. Derek, you'll be an upcoming guest, I'm sure. And mm-hmm. uh I'm sure it's the first you've heard of that. But uh, either way, uh it's called That Was Great, wasn't it?
0: That was great. Dot, dot, dot. Wasn't, it? wasn't it? Wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. See
0: boy, Keith. The to to go pro stars. Boy, that was does he even think pro stars was great at any moment? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's a it's a conundrum that gets talked about multiple times. Uh, I think every single episode. I is, suggest man, I... you
0: resign and quit drinking in that order.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Terry, what you got?
2: <laughs> mm, uh, well, I don't know. I, I'm gonna be. I've got a podcast for the real. Um, you can check it out if you want. We talk about movies. Um, so yeah, that's pretty fun. Uh, you can find us pretty much wherever, uh, just anywhere. And yeah, I'm going to be on. That was great. Wasn't it? So check that out as well. Nice. I'll give I got a, nothing. I think pro stars might be better.
0: You like <laughs> pro stars more than home Monsters?
2: I've only seen one episode, but I had a good time. I gotta say. Wow. Hey, that's cool. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks.
0: <laughs> and, and, and I, I seriously have nothing.
2: Uh oh, has anybody uh fat tracked you down? No one's tracked station? me
0: down, no one has said anything yet, mm. but uh also in 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 full disclosure, the first episode hasn't aired yet. So
2: <laughs> I don't know if, if some like mysterious had, old grandpa type figure came and had like foreseen. Oh, with a crystal ball? Or what if somebody
0: mm-hmm. just, like, some guy just mumbles that all the time? Ingenuity, imagination, intelligence do not work. Ingenuity, <laughs> imagination, intelligence do not work. Ingen- it's, it's like this weird tick that he has, that he yeah. can't not say that line, and he just happened to mumble um, it to me.
1: I, I don't know. I, like, I love that line, but I'm I'm questioning, because ProStars exists, and uh, obviously ingenuity, imagination. Well, no, never mind. Still, Still holds up. None of those
0: things work, good man.
1: Yeah, yeah. None of those <laughs> things work. Uh, hey, hey, Derek, real quick, though, before uh, we fully wrap up the episode, uh, we got what's going to break the babysitter? We have to have some new ideas? Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, oh I forgot. Right? Yeah. All right. Mm. Um, so do we have more attainable babysitter breakage moments?
1: Uh, she finally see. Uh, she never, She doesn't actually ever see spots okay uh, but she does dropping because
3: it's,
1: okay. no, she oh, finds like a big pile of of spot poop, oh good one Splat and, and it's and it's and it's very, very big, uh like maybe like up to her waist or something like that, okay, wow, wow. Terry,
2: hmm, you know, I think maybe uh, <laughs> um hmm, you know, i think maybe what would break her is if uh. She actually like, you know, she's walking up the stairs and that like that latch opens up and she falls into it and uh, happens to fall in the spot's mouth and she okay. like, gets trapped there for a couple of days and then finally escapes.
0: I'm going to blend the two. I'm going to say she finds dung waist deep, mm-hmm. doesn't bother her at all, but she <laughs> looks over. She's like, well, I've, I've seen some shit in my days on the babysitter. but she looks over and there's like a skull in it uh, and she pulls it out and she's like Howard and that's what (gasps) breaks her so somebody actually came up the stairs fell in got eaten by spot got digested by spot got shit up by spot then the babysitter finds it and it was her
2: husband Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yep. That's what breaks her. I'd buy that. Yeah. That's a great episode idea, too. Yeah. You. I'd watch that all day. Mm-hmm. Better than this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and until next time. <laughs> uh, are we going to do it all in unison? We tried that in episode yeah. one yeah. and two. Do we all know what we're saying? It's always hunting season. Yeah. Okay. okay. Ready? And remember.
2: It's
1: always hunting, hunting
2: season. season. Nailed it.
0: The muster hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gala, and Terry Vicroy. Keith is the host of the Pop Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it? At How Great Was That? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Real. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Real on Twitter at Run the Real. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Munster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Munster Hunter fun. Munster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Golan. The Munster Hunters is a
3: crispy dodo production.